The Trev and Ben Show. Broadcasting to the London Borough of Croydon. This is Croydon Radio. Elvis Costello watching the detectives. And now, Trevor Smith and Ben Harmer. They don't deserve mouths. The Trev and Ben Show. Good morning to you. Welcome to Quiet Radio and welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. Are we live? Of course we're live. Not pre-recorded? No, because I got back from holiday last night. Hip hip. I'm a little bit tired this morning because of it. And by the way, the little dramatic pause at the start Mm. wasn't due to my tiredness or incompetence. No. I pressed the button, it didn't work. And I pressed it quite hard. Yeah. And it didn't work. So I'm not... I'm not responsible for that shambolic start <laughs> on the show. Anyway, we are back live. I am back from my holidays. I bet you can see from the tan, Ben. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a bronzed Adonis. You must have had sunbeds in the Isle of Wight. Uh, well, no. <laughs> it was, it was, it, actually, I did sit out in the sun for a little while. Yeah? For about ten minutes one day. There was a little brief window of opportunity <laughs> to sit out in the sun. And that's what I did. And I think you'll see the results right now. Very nice. I don't want to sort of put photos up of my tan because I think it would drive women wild with desire. Well, <laughs> I'm tempted to sit on the other side of the desk. No, I'm sitting here with a six-pack and a bronze tan. I mean, I say six-pack. I've drunk four of them already. <laughs> it's a nice little joke to start the show for you. Uh, all uh, the usual stuff to come in the next two hours. We've got Think the Link in about 25 minutes. Uh, straightforward one today, Ben, easy, because I couldn't get my head around a difficult one. I was too tired last night. Uh, Anything Goes, our new feature. My turn to pick the song today. Okay. I've got a corker for you. And I'm playing it just to annoy someone. <laughs> uh, so that's a little bit later on. Uh, new music at 10. Uh, today, it's a bit of a first on new music. Ooh. I'll tell you a bit more about that later. But it's Caroline and their great song, Pretty Corpse. Uh, the Compendium, Ben. Are we doing that? The all-new Compendium. Yeah, just about, I think we're doing it. Yeah. I know there was a bit of a struggle getting the uh, Drum of Destiny in, <laughs> wasn't there? We, yeah. all, we almost had to abandon the Compendium for today. Yeah. But thankfully, it's all come... There's a sigh of relief around Croydon. I can hear it. A collective... Oh, oh, what do you mean? There almost wasn't the Compendium yeah, I today. I had to widen the door. You did, but we're in. That's the main thing. Uh, the pub quiz, today's category is Doctors. Ooh. <laughs> um, also, while I was away, Ben, I noticed something worrying about myself. And for the first and possibly the last time ever on the show, I've got a poem for you. Oh, uh, it's all to come in the next two hours, right here on Croydon Radio. There it is. The faces <laughs> stay with me on Croydon Radio. Uh, Rod Stewart's band, of course. I heard a great story about Rod Stewart the other day. I heard a story about Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I can't repeat that That's one. not true. <laughs> I've heard that about Mark Ullman, that it's not true. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to my uncle, and uh, he was saying that... Uh, it was Gallons a co- of it, apparently. <laughs> a couple of friends... <laughs> A couple of friends of his uh, were doing some work at the Fairfield Halls right. in Croydon. And they <laughs> they were there when Rod Stewart was was there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And they were standing by the lift. And uh, as the lift opened, Rod Stewart was there and he was going livid at his PA team. <laughs> and apparently, I can't say the words, there, there was a lot of expletives, but he wasn't happy to be in Croydon. Uh, well, <laughs> I can sympathise. <laughs> apparently he was saying, I can't believe... Expletive, expletive, expletive. I'm in expletive, expletive Croydon. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, do you know what? I don't blame you, Rod. Did he not look at his tour dates? 
I suspect he he perhaps didn't realise how bad it was going to be until he got it. <laughs> I uh, I got home from holiday last night, and uh, I uh, it was a big family holiday, right? All the family were there, and uh, I had to bring my gran home last night, and she lives in Croydon as well. And as we came through Croydon near her house, opposite uh, Fairfield Hall, you know where Tabernacle House used to be. Yes. Uh, that, that's now fenced off, isn't it? There's mm-hmm. walls around it. And it's, it's covered in graffiti. Now, I don't know if this is one of the, and this is something I hate, by the way. I don't know if it's one of those places where people are allowed to do graffiti. It looks like that because it looks like quite nice graffiti, quite Does arty. It? Yeah. I, I, see, I think graffiti is horrible, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I just think if that's the first thing you see as you come into the centre of Croydon, a wall covered in graffiti, no matter what sort of graffiti, think, I'm not staying here. <laughs> I'm not hanging around here. This looks like a dump. and quite right you would be this is Croydon Radio by the way community radio for the London Borough of Croydon (laughs) no we are supportive of Croydon oh yes we just point out the pitfalls of of the place and you can't pretend that everything is lovely about where you live can you? no and I've just been in the Isle of Wight Right, and I bet even if I lived there I would find things I didn't like about it how did you get on? I I had a great time Uh, we had our ups and downs as a family uh, a couple of accidents along the way. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. There was one person fell over on the ferry, hurt themselves. Oh. Uh, they couldn't really walk till the Thursday. It was quite a bad fall. Yeah, it was quite a bad fall. Um, my, uh, my gran fell over, so then she, she was immobile for a few days. Uh, my was... dad fell off his bike. Uh, he hurt his knee. What's going on? I think the Smith clan are very basically clumsy or dizzy yeah. I'm not entirely sure <laughs> there's a great line from a, a, an episode of Only um, not Only Falls and Horses some others do have them right first ever episode of that where uh, Betty's mother describes Frank Spencer's family as a family of slippers <laughs> and I think my family are going to take that on as a uh, as a motto I suggested that we did a family crest yeah with a motto you know Slippers Maximus or something like that <laughs> sort of nice Latin phrase <laughs> but apart from the accidents the holiday was fine what, why are we all falling over uh, we're, they're very, we're just a very clumsy family. I'm not, by the way. Well, you said you almost fell over. I, well, mine was slightly different because I was on a walk and I uh, I almost slipped on a little bit of mud. Right. You know, and I think that, that that's a legitimate reason to fall over. What, walking in mud? <laughs> if you slip on... You know, mud can be treacherous stuff, can't it? <laughs> you know, I think if I was to... I didn't fall over, but, you know, I managed to do that sort of rather graceful saving yourself hmm. where it looks like you sort of hold your hands in the air and do a little dance for a second. Well, I called you during the week because we mm. had some boring admin stuff to discuss. And I called you and I said, you know, can you talk? Are you, are you good? And you basically <laughs> said, yes, I'm on a trek, but I've given up. I've sat yeah. down. I'm not going any further. So, yes, I can talk. Yeah. I, I, we basically went on a walk, right? And they said, they said to me, uh, let's go on a lovely, lovely, lovely walk, Trev. Let's go on a, oh, a lovely coastal walk. And I went, oh, I love that. I love, I love walking by the sea. Right? It's my favourite thing. How many um, people at this point had fallen over before the suggestion to go for a walk? Uh, two were down. Two were down. <laughs> two were down at this point. And, uh, and so I said, yeah, no, let's, let's go on this trek, right? And then we get to this cross, uh, sort of crossways where there's two paths. There's a high road, there's a low road. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, were just, we sat there for a few minutes thinking, which way should we go? And then we, let's go the low road. Now, the low road stopped, the pathway stopped very soon and, and it sort of became a bit of a jungle. Okay. Rather than thinking... This isn't the way. We just kept going. And in the end, I, I, was, oh, I was furious. I was being ripped to shreds by thorns of gorse bushes, brambles. I ended up having to climb up some rock face to try and get back. I mean, we were, we were basically lost. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it was horrific. 
and I was getting more and more annoyed as I was being ripped to shreds by sharp foliage, <laughs> which is unnecessary, by the way. Plants, plants with thorns should be outlawed. That's, okay. a, that's a new thing. You know, that's, that's a new thing on my list when I'm in charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go around the whole of the UK with very strong insecticides and, and pesticides and uh, weed killers and just finish off anything that stings, cuts, pierces. <laughs> it's all going. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can still see on my arms. The, the, it's probably healed up a bit now. Oh, I know. I can see some scratches. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the result of it. I had to then wriggle on my belly to get under a tree that had fallen over. Was this a, it sounds like an assault course. I didn't realise that this was going to be a Bear Grylls challenge type thing. Yeah. I almost started drinking my own... B- that button hasn't worked again. Now, you saw me press the button. I saw it. Now, that really, that really has killed your punchline there, isn't I'm it? I'm going home. Damn button! Woo for you, you, I'd leave it all. George Ezra, Budapest. Now... I think I've given up on the button. No, hang on, don't give up yet. Give it up on Let's the button. Let's give the button one more try. What I'm gonna cue do up George Ezra again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Cue, no, cue it cue it up. It's is cute, it, it's, it's cute. Re- it's ready to go. to go. Right. So give me give me a line about Bear Grylls. Oh yeah, yeah, all right. All right uh, let's try it again. Ready? Go. I didn't realise that I was gonna have a Bear Grylls type thing, I'd have to drink my own be- Sort of worked that time, didn't it? Well, you, you kind of rushed it, but yeah, I mean, it, at least the button worked. Well, they've heard the punchline. <laughs> it was ruined the first time. It's not gonna be any better. In fact, it's worse the second time, isn't it? <laughs> Because the idea was that you think, oh, he said a rude word. They now know that I just went. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the the whole the whole illusion of swearing has been lost. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's no point in that, is there? It just sounds like I've I've just given up. So yeah, uh, oh yeah. Did you listen to the Trev and Ben show this morning? Yeah, Trev just gave up mid word. In fact, he didn't even get past the first letter. <laughs> to be he was honest, bored. it does sound like you've given up mid link now. <laughs> no, I have. You've just given up all hope. I have. What I've decided is I'm going to employ a, a sledgehammer the next time I need to press play. Do you want to try it one more? Can I, can no. I, I've never got to press the button. You've can never I, got to press the button. Right, three, press it. two, one. Now that worked fine. I know it, it's going to work now, isn't it? It's going to work now. I'm going to I'm going to be made to look uh, incompetent. I'll just try it one more time. Three, two, one. I think it's, I think it's your sausage fingers. That have... My sausage fingers. Yeah. Leave my sausage fingers out of it. <laughs> <laughs> my sausage fingers have served me well for many years without any assholes. Oh, well. uh, anyway, right, just one more thing from my holiday. Uh, we were coming back yesterday, and um, uh, have you been to Isle of Wight? Uh, I have been, yes. And uh, you know the ferry? You know, the sort of... Uh, very old-fashioned ferries. I think that the old-fashioned ferry that we went on was the reason my brother fell over. Oh, right. I blame the ferry. Because <laughs> he tripped over the, the huge step to get out on deck. Right. You know, that's a huge step. Unnecessarily so. I don't know why it needs to be so high. So, I mean, the fact that he's clumsy, you know, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> but yesterday, we came back on a brand spanking new ferry. Ooh. Right, they've really... Po- considering the crossing is about 40 minutes, where there's barely time to do anything, I don't see the need for a children's play area with Xbox. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's called Teen Scene, the little area. I don't like that. And uh, the Xbox is there, except that the people playing the Xbox were probably in their 30s. Now, hang on, I take exception to this, because I'm 28. Yeah. And I play Xbox. Well, this is a children's play area on a ferry. You know, there are children waiting to go on the Xbox, and you've got three 30-odd-year-olds drinking beer playing. I almost threw them out. No. No, of course I didn't. I wasn't getting involved. <laughs> but I was sitting there getting a little bit annoyed. <laughs> you were on your back. You've fallen over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I was in the toilet just looking at my sausage fingers. <laughs> oh, you know, I, was, I, I can't even steer the ferry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, 
that annoyed me, right? This teen scene thing. And, and also, the, the, the other thing about the, the new ferry that's really weird is um, because we need, uh, because there's, they, they, there are people in my family who need to, they need extra help, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we need to be near the lift. We're, we're a disabled uh, car user. And uh, on the old ferry, it's easy, right? They just bring you in and they park you up next to the lift. It's easy. This bloke yesterday on the new ferry, he's beckoning me forward. I'm seeing all the lifts go by me. And I'm thinking, well, this is no good. The person in the car needs to be buying the lift. We passed them all. This is annoying. And then he's going, keep coming. Keep coming. There's a car in front of me. I'm thinking, I can't keep going. I'm just going <laughs> to crash into this car. And then he says, oh, now I've got to reverse you. Oh, I hate reversing. What? What, to, what was the point of all the coming forward? If because I then, had, I then had to reverse down this special lane that gets nearish another lift, not next to it, as we were promised, as as was given on the paperwork. Right. <laughs> and I don't like reversing because my car's a bit skew-whiff with the steering, so it's not as easy to go back straight. I thought your car was recently fixed. Yeah, not that bit. Not that oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that bit didn't affect the MOT. <laughs> We only fixed the bits it failed on. <laughs> the other dangerous elements of my car are still in place. So what's wrong with the steering? Oh, well, it's it's just the tracking's off. Okay. You know, you have to compensate. It sort of veers off if if you're not careful. You know, you have to... And, and if, you're, if you're holding the, the steering wheel straight, it doesn't go straight. It veers off. You have to sort of compensate with the wheel. It's, it's, oh, it's complicated. And I don't like revert. But anyway, I managed it without crashing into anything. Well done. And what I liked about the guy, he was one of these... Um, you know, sometimes you're in the mood for a chirpy chap, and sometimes you're not. Mm. No, I'm never in the mood for a chirpy chap. Are you not? No. Uh, well, this chap, yeah, I was in the mood for a chirpy chap because I was getting a bit stressed about the whole reversing issue. Oh, well, if you're getting stressed, that's the last thing you want is someone chirpy. Well, no, when we got out of the car and we were getting towards the lift, and my grand's on a sort of um, Zimmer frame type thing, and he, what I liked about it was he went, he went, oh, well done, girl, you're doing well there. You're going to go and get all the sailors, are you? Hey, hey. <laughs> and I thought, what are you suggesting my grandmother exactly, gets up to yes. for a start? But secondly, I quite like that chirpy chappiness. Hmm. It's, <laughs> what's wrong with a bit of chirpy chappiness? Well, the implications of what your grandmother's morals are like. <laughs> I mean. The other thing, though, that this is this is the thing that I noticed about myself that's quite worrying, is I found myself on my holiday becoming one of those people that will just randomly say things to, to strangers. Did you? I found myself doing it on quite a few occasions, and I, I caught myself on one occasion where I, I cracked a terrible joke to someone. Well, go on. Well, I was walking past, I was doing a little walk along the seafront, right? And there were a couple that had just come off the beach and were sitting down on the bench, and they were tapping their shoes, getting all the sand out. And you know what it's like when sand gets in your shoes? Mm. I mean, it's there for years, isn't it? Yes. And I sort of... They didn't invite me into their, into their world at all. I walked by, just saw them, and I turned and went, well, that's there forever, isn't it? And just continued walking. <laughs> and, and the look the man gave me was... I, I realised that I'm now that person that walks along and just says things, and people don't want that. People yeah. don't like that. And I did it a few times on holiday, like a... A young lad uh, came by on a, on a bike, and he'd obviously caught... He was only about seven or eight, but he'd obviously only really got to grips with cycling, and he was going for it, and he was laughing out loud, you know, and he was having a great time. And just as he went past me, I went, well done, son. Did you? I did. I, I couldn't help it. It was like some sort of Tourette's. Oh, dear. Is this, uh, since your birthday, you've gone a bit weird. I think I have. I think since I turned 39, I've reached that sort of 
age point now where I feel I can say things to people. Mm, just whatever pops into your head. Yeah. Just start commenting on things. And I think, yeah, and I don't, I mean, the thing is, I don't like it when it happens to me. You know how, um, like, dog owners are a bit weird? Again, I take offence. No, they are, aren't they? I mean, dog owners... So I'm too old to play on my Xbox, and I'm yeah. not allowed dogs anymore. No, when you... Like, dog owners, they're a bit weird, generally a bit smelly, you know. They just smell of damp dog all the time. And uh, and anyway, we I was sitting on the seafront, and this old man went came along, right? And then he said... Uh, I think he just said hello to me, something like that. But he had this dog with him. Mm-hmm. And this dog... It was a lovely dog, and he jumped up on the wall next to me, and I'm stroking him, right? And uh, and this dog took a shine to me because I think I've got a natural affinity with animals. <laughs> really worried what you were going to say there when you said this dog took a shine. I thought we had to go back into George Ezra for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're giving up again? I only got two letters into that one. No, it took a shine to me. Okay, good. Right? And uh, and then I noticed that the dog didn't have that much fur on his back. Oh. And uh, anyway, the, the, the kind of weird man said, oh, yeah, you know, the dog's got a bit of an issue there. He's, uh, he's allergic to pollen. So in the spring, his hair falls out. And, uh, you know, then in the September, it sort of grows back. But this dog was scratching, itching himself. And oh when he'd gone, uh, the person I was with said, uh, I don't think that dog's got some sort of pollen intolerance. That's just mange. <laughs> and she said, it's a mangy old dog. And I went, yeah, yeah, to be honest, I'll, I'll have it put down. And, and then, right, the person I was with said, but you were saying to him, what a lovely dog. And I said, yeah, well, I can't say to him, oh, that's a mangy old dog, isn't it? You know, <laughs> put it down. I mean, I wouldn't really put it down for mange. No. Way, but, but I'm not going to say to a dog owner, oh, your dog's all right horrible mangy old thing am i no i'm I mean, gonna say what a lovely dog it is well this is disturbing because you made quite nice noises about my dogs when you met them your dogs were lovely and now i'm worried it was all for show i mean one of your dogs jumps up at me a bit yeah uh so i mean i, I wouldn't put a dog down for that i would just maybe chop a leg off or two oh she's keen to see you <laughs> just, just lob just lob a leg off so it can't leap at me because <laughs> um, they it it. She, thank oh, you. Oh, a she, is it? They're both she's. Both she's? Yeah. Oh, I see. That sort of relationship, is it? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Very, very 21st century canine <laughs> environment. <laughs> um, no, I love dogs. I love, the, only thing I, the only reason I can't have a dog is because I, I don't do the old picking up stuff. I'll just leave it there. I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. A lot of people do. Yeah. Even though you're supposed to pick it up, a lot of people do that. Um, so yeah, that that was the thing I didn't like about my holidays. That I've really got to be wary of myself now, talking to people, saying to think, saying things to people. Because I don't know if you remember, but just before I went away, I had the incident in Sainsbury's. Yes, I do. And that was all down to me, just talking randomly to people. And I think I've got to stop. So if I'm ever with you, okay, and I start saying things to people, just random people, just. I know you can punch me. You could just do do anything just to just right. to ensure that I don't do it again. I'll take you up on that. Because I, I find it oh. mind you, the last time you spoke to someone randomly, you almost got into a fight in a pub. Uh, remind me what I said? Well no, it was that weird man, wasn't it, in the pub who started having a go at you to start with. Oh yeah. But then yeah. you engaged with him. Well, th- there's only so much anti Semitism I can take. <laughs> and I'm not Jewish. <laughs> well, I know. But I mean you, but then we couldn't get rid of him, could we? <laughs> I mean at least with me. It's just, I, I keep walking as I say it. I don't stop and talk to you. Well, you're, you're fine with me. That was a real rare occasion, that one. <laughs> because I, I'm only going to confront someone that I'm sure I could take in a fight. And he was pretty out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, could you take me in a fight if I started talking to you randomly? No. Can we, we have a fight just to see? 
No, I think you'd kill me. Do you reckon? Yeah. I reckon... Especially if you're in one of your moods. Oh, if I'm in one of my moods. Mind you, you've got that sort of dodgy Smith equilibrium that's easily knocked off. Yeah, I mean, all you've got to do is poke me and I would just topple over. Think the link. Uh, so I think the link, Ben, three songs to identify some with his link between them. Could be the artist, the title, you know, the score one out. Pretty straightforward today. Here they are. Come from me. I stumble into town. There they are. Okay. I don't know what the link is. I don't have really any kind of clue. So if anyone out there does know any of the songs or artists, I think Bowie was in there. Uh, get in touch with me, let me know, because you might not know the link yourself, but together, if you get in touch, we can all work it out together. Come from the it's at Trev and Ben on Twitter. Send us a message via CroydonRadio.com. That's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything, by the way. But right now, we are looking for the link between these three songs. Come from Good luck. Play that one for Big Jeff. Big Jeff. Brothers in Arms, Dire Straits. For my dad who turned 65 yesterday. 65. Well, happy birthday, Big Jeff. Happy birthday, Big Jeff. Wow, the big 6'5". The big 6'5 for the Big Jeff. Does that mean he's now retired? You can just chill out now. Uh, he's been retired for a while. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But, now, but now he's at 65, he'll have his, what, his free bus pass? Is that now in the post? I guess so. Or do you get that before now? I don't know. I, I don't know how it all works. What, you mean you haven't had these conversations with him? No. I bet he'd be booking his first saga oddity. <laughs> all that sort of My dad, when he turned 50, yeah. on the day he turned 50, his first saga brochure came through the letterbox. That's harsh. You don't need that, do right. you? He wasn't happy. Mind you, if you go on uh, you know, Michael Parkinson on the telly, He's adver- oh, yeah. advertising... Get a free pen, though. Yeah, free pen. Get a free pen. That's worth it, isn't it? But was it death insurance? Yeah. That's no, not insurance, is it? It's assurance. Assurance. You can't insure for something that's going to happen. Sorry, Dad, by the way. Yeah. But yeah. reminding you of your own mortality. Yeah. But, the death, your but, but your death is assured. <laughs> so there's a happy thought. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Uh, so what are you getting him? Oh, you're not allowed to say yet? What's, what's the deal? Oh, you, know, you must have given him his present yesterday. Uh, well, I gave him his present yesterday, but it's all a bit hush-hush. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean you're all a bit out of Next Sunday on the show, I'll be able to reveal a little bit more. Okay. But what I've given him at the moment is a telegram. He's not that old yet. <laughs> I've given him a telegram advising him to reserve Saturday the 8th of October. Oh, mm. oh that's exciting. He's under military orders. Military orders. Oh, oh, we've got to wait a week. I wish I could tell you more about it. <laughs> yeah, this is, oh, this is great radio. I'm sorry yeah, about hey, that. Here's something I can't tell you anything about. It's a teaser for next week's show. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a reason to tune in. Yeah. There's a reason to tune in. Big Jeff, tune in next week, find out what you did on a Saturday. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you'll have no memory of it. <laughs> well, you have to wipe his memory afterwards. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, whenever we finish doing whatever we're doing, I'm hoping a few beers might help okay. wipe his memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. Happy birthday, Big Jeff. <laughs> oh, you, you're really, you're really giving him all all the support he needs on his I big know. day. To be honest, I'd forgotten it was my turn to talk. Oh, man. Honestly, happy birthday! It's going well today. There are a lot of pauses in today's show. <laughs> a lot of unnecessary silences. So you were talking about your family. Yes, I think. Well, we're talking about my dad's birthday now. So I think it's only. I want to embarrass my mum now. 
Oh, go on. Excellent. Uh, now, you might remember we played um, one of the games of the Compendium. The, the all-new The all-new Compendium. Well, people think that we just wing these things. I mean, we don't. <laughs> surely, surely people know from this morning's show mm. how well-crafted <laughs> this is. But I was testing one of our games yeah. on my mum to see how well it played. Which one? Um, I f- I've forgotten what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, which game is it? It's the game where... Have we played it yet? Because we've only done two in the new compendium so far i think so it's the game where you have to describe what's on the thing oh uh forehead detective the forehead detective have we played that yet yes we have yes, yes. yeah <laughs> sorry we've had a week off with that pre-record it's, th- it's thrown me but i played it with mum and uh basically some of her clues were astonishing okay and i thought what would, what would be fun is if we had a little impromptu game of it now yeah we don't need jingles or anything it's fine uh, but um i thought i would give you some of the clues oh, that my mum gave to me and see if you can work out what the answer is. All right, yeah, no, this sounds now, amazing. I'll give you the categories if you want. Um, the, the first category we played was icons. Okay. Um, the clue my mum gave me was, uh, I like him. Okay. So go on, quick, uh, against the clock. Cliff Richard. Nope. Bruce Forsyth. No, come on. Um, come on. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good clue, isn't it? An icon. Um, uh, Richard Burton. No, it was uh, Jeff Daniels. Who is Jeff Daniels? That's exactly what I thought. Oh, Jeff Daniels, the actor. He's not, I mean, no offence to your mum, but he's not an icon. I mean, he's done, <laughs> no, some, no, good, no. He's done some good films, but I, the, I wouldn't put him in the category of an icon. That was the game that put him in the category, not my mum. Oh, she, she, just oh gave no, me, she likes him. Yeah, that, that was the clue for that one, yeah. Um, that, I'll give you an animal-based clue. Oh, yeah. So, um, here you go, ready? Yeah. Um... That was a clue for an animal. Yes. Yep. Uh, what was? Um, what, what? Whistle it again. I don't even know what that tune is. What's the tune? Uh, I think it's the Star Spangled Banner. I think. Oh yes, yeah. of course. Um, all right, Eagle. No. Oh, <laughs> that was one of my guesses. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that was the uh, hummingbird. Hummingbird. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be better to at least have hummed it? <laughs> You'd have thought. <laughs> I just feel like I'm sitting here having a go at your mum now. This well, is that's fine. I mean, these clues were astonishing. Did, did you get her to explain the clues? No. So we, we don't know why she was whistling? I think it was to do for... with humming, whistling. Yes. There is a difference between humming and whistling. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, next one. Uh, this one was a good one. Yeah. Uh, still on animals. Yeah. Um, the clue I was given. Yeah. Like a floor pig that doesn't move. <laughs> like a floor pig? What, what is that? A floor pig? Yeah, to be honest. The, well, half, the well-known floor pig. <laughs> the, the, this half, one doesn't move. Half of this clue makes sense. The Does other it? half makes no sense. Well, at the so, moment, neither half are okay, making any sense. Think of... Um, think get your thesaurus out and think of floor pig floor pig right floor pig um, something uh, carpet hog well you've got half of it hog hog uh, groundhog gro- oh groundhog yeah that was it no, that's it oh, that's it that's it yeah like a, like a floor pig that oh, doesn't move groundhog. a groundhog I've got no idea why it's not moving <laughs> well it's grounded yeah. presumably maybe um, that was that was a good one or she just nailed it to the floor <laughs> Uh, and the final one yeah. I've got was, um, well, I'll see, it was my turn giving the clues for this one. Yeah. Um, I'll see how quickly you get the answer. Okay. I said, uh, 
he's, he's a man, he's foreign, he has four words in his name, and he's famous for doing the splits. Okay. Any idea? No. No idea. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't follow uh, the world of, of splitters. Okay. Uh, he's called the Muscles from Brussels. Oh, um, oh, uh, I know what you mean. Yep. I can't think of his name. Okay. I see he's got four words in his name. Um, the third word in his name. Oh, I've got it. You've got it gone. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme would be correct. We would have moved on to the next one. But yep. no, I was struggling through mm-hmm. this. I said he's got a foreign name. She said, Louis Theroux. I said, no, wait. I said, he had four <laughs> names. I said, the third word in his name is uh, something I drive for a living. Oh, yeah. yeah. Said, oh, Van, Van. Excellent. Said, good, good, yeah. mum, excellent. And the fourth word in his name is uh, something a beaver might build. She said, Luther Vandross. <laughs> yeah. I, I gave up. At that point, yeah. passed. Yeah, because a lot of beavers live in Rosses. <laughs> If you, if, you ever, if you ever meet a Ross, they've often got a beaver about their person yeah. somewhere. <laughs> so it was good fun, at least. Well, I know. I had a laugh. It's a great way. Can I ask you a question about your mum? Yeah, sure, yeah. Because Irish I, is the answer. I, I sort of use my holiday as... Uh, whenever I'm on my holiday with all the family, I use it as a bit of a scientific study on... Well, there's a few areas that I'm studying. One is how, as a family, we've progressed... Yeah, you know, and how things have moved on. Like I, I noticed that deafness has become a, a real issue <laughs> in the family, and balance. But well, balance has always been an issue. <laughs> that, that's no surprise to me. But but the deafness has become a real issue. My mum has always been a little bit because I don't think my my mum doesn't like to be left out of conversations. Right. So even when you're not talking to her, she'll interrupt, but she hasn't heard the whole thing because she might be in another bit of the room or something. She go, "Well, what's that?" What's that? We go, I'm not talking to you. you go, oh, what, what, what's that? But if, you, if you're earwigging, earwig properly. <laughs> don't, don't eavesdrop and then ask us what we're talking about. That's, that's not working, right? So that was the thing. There was one incident when my mum and dad were talking, and they were sitting opposite each other at the dinner table, and they're talking to each other, and my mum was talking about something, something to do with um, yoghurt. I think, I think she was discussing what, what we might be having for dessert. Okay, I'm already pushing the boat out for that one. Now, my dad is sitting there, and he's sort of, you could tell he's not really listening. Yeah. Uh, and then he just, he just his head just lifted up. He stopped what he was doing, looked at him and went, what, omelette? And I said, no, yoghurt. <laughs> my dad went, oh, and then went back to his iPad. Now, I don't know whether this is, I want to ask you about this, actually, before I get on to, to, to other mum things. Go on. Right? When, you, when you, you've been with your wife a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, over the period of time, because I want to work out whether this is natural deafness as people get older, or whether it's just married deafness. Because it's almost like when you watch people who have been married or, or together a long time, the first bit of the sentence is never heard. And I think that's because going through their head is, oh, God, they're talking again. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, and I you, acknowledge that. Yeah. You've missed the first bit. Yeah. So then you only get the end bit, and that is why I think there's a lot of miscommunication within couples. Mm. Because I, so it's it's that natural deafness or married. De- do you have married deafness? I think I do have a bit of it. Yeah. Oh, that must be, that that must be the most annoying thing. In some ways, it's worth being single to avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most annoying thing. But anyway, back back to mums. I was going to ask you: Is your mum a panicker? No, she's quite calm. I would say in in couldn't a crisis, oh, my mum. Because I, I, I yeah, I think there are probably two types of mum. There's there's the mum that can get good in a crisis my mum's a, a panicker but over little things uh. <laughs> so so yesterday as we're packing up all the stuff to come home uh, my mum is also one of those tupperware mums 
Do you know what I mean? Uh, lots of Tupperware. So she's got all these containers with leftovers in. Oh, I see. Stuff she's brought with us that we didn't use that's now going back with us. So she's got all these, right? And she's, she's piled them high. She's walking out to the car. And um, I'm holding a bag and stuff, taking it. And the next thing, she is screaming. My mum, right? So I turn around, and what's going on? Thinking that she's fallen over again, <laughs> you know, her legs fallen off. Something dreadful has happened by the screams. Yeah. It's that she'd almost dropped one of the Tupperware containers with eggs in. <laughs> and I said to her, don't do that to me. Don't scare me like that, thinking that something awful has happened when all the worst is going to happen is you're going to have a ready made omelette yeah. in a container. That's the worst <laughs> that can happen. And yet it was like the world was ending. And I, again, I wanted to find out whether that was a mum thing, where the mums just get into that panicky state because they, they have the maternal instinct within them that nothing, you know, especially if they're carrying some eggs. You know? I mean, that, that's going to bring back some maternal instinct, isn't yeah. it? Uh, or whether it was just my mum. I couldn't work Might it out. Must be your mum. Ah. Uh, so it's that bit of the show, Ben, where uh, anything goes. And we take it in turns to pick a song with no ifs or buts about it because, let's face it, sometimes we don't like each other's uh, choices. Yeah. Uh, this week is my turn. Now, talking about parents, I'm playing today's song simply to annoy my dad. Oh, good. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to do radio shows in my bedroom that were better than this. Oh. Um, I would do radio shows. But what I'd do is I'd only have a few records... Uh, and at the end of a, a jumble sale when I was in the Cups I was allowed to buy a few records at a very cheap rate so I'd just pick up a few I didn't care what they were and I picked up this one record once and it was uh, one I would play on my made up radio show quite regularly and it turned out it was one of my dad's most hated songs <laughs> so I used to play it more and more regularly and all I'd get out of the stairs is don't play that song again so I thought I'd play it today uh, it's Dawn try a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree Ben do you know it? I love it it's a wonderful story but my dad hates it. So uh, you played a song for your dad today. This is for my dad. <laughs> He's hating me right now. I'm coming home. I've done my time. Dawn, tie yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Great song, isn't it? Mm. And uh, it used to form part of the, uh, the little radio station that ran from my bedroom. I loved it. You like the song? I think we should play it again. Yeah? Just for you, Dad. He, he, well, yes, but then he'd be out in the streets of Croydon trying to track me down because he doesn't know where we are now, now that Croydon Radio's moved. Uh. He doesn't know where we are, but he'd be trying to track me down. If I just, I mean, What I'd like to do is just uh, sit outside his house with a loudspeaker just playing that 24-7. It can be arranged. <laughs> that, was, that was about the most up-to-date record I ever had for my radio <laughs> shows. I had a whole weird range of records. I bet it sounded good, though, your radio show. Yeah, I used to have a, a record of uh, like an RAF march, marching bands. Uh, so that, that was played quite regularly. Uh, I also had some country thing where there was a, a song about beans, bacon and gravy. Uh, I quite like to to play a lot mm. all those beans bacon and gravy they always drive me crazy I eat them till I see them in my dreams <laughs> I'd rather you played that actually can well, we have that if I can find it I might that might make an appearance on um, Anything Goes in the future good uh, by the way uh, you can make suggestions for Anything Goes uh, just let us know it's actually Ben on Twitter or send us a message via coinradio.com now um, I mentioned very briefly yoghurt uh, yeah yeah, yes. just because it came up in conversation while we were on holiday. And that led to a, a brilliant story. Um, basically, my uncle works on a pub in Croydon, 
the Oval Tavern. Okay. Which is a lovely pub in Croydon. It's probably the, the finest pub in Croydon. Do you think? Yeah, I know it's a bold claim. Yeah. <laughs> where is it? I don't even know where it is. Uh, it's just up from East Croydon. Okay. It's, it's a nice nice little pub. And, and he works there. But I think they get their fair share of, uh, of weirdos in there, as most pubs do. And he, it, we mentioned yoghurt, and he suddenly said, oh, we had this great bloke come in the pub the other day. He was absolutely out of it when he arrived. Mm. And he sat at a table and started getting out his own food. And that included uh, a Muller yogurt. And he, um, he put it down on the table, and then he didn't have a spoon or any implements. So he just sort of put his face in it and started lapping it <laughs> <laughs> like an animal. And then he had yogurt all over his face. Lovely. Right? So um, my uncle sort of went over to him and said, you know, you can't really bring your own food in here. Um, you know, if you, you can stay, but put the food away or, or go. Anyway, he got up and left with all this yogurt over his face and about t- two hours later he reappeared still with dried yogurt all over his face and he said to my uncle he said um, have I been in here already today <laughs> do you know what there's a part of that man's life I'd like to live yeah <laughs> I mean to just be able to wander around with yogurt in your face lovely not care about it <laughs> not know where you've been I reckon there must be some joy in that absolutely yeah <laughs> so just be careful uh, if you see people with yogurt on their face the chances are they're very drunk it's not, it's, not, it's not a beauty treatment. It wasn't one of the Muller fruit corners, was it? I don't know. I don't know whether he had strawberry on the other side. No? Because, well, I don't know whether he may have tipped the corner in. <laughs> uh, are you a tipper in? Uh, I'm not, no. Well, I, what, will you eat it separate? I, well, you know, Do you I, put a little bit of yogurt on the spoon, then go in, into the... I mean, they're, they're made to fold, those things. I, I sometimes... I'm, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll add in a little bit at a time. I'm not very good with food sometimes i get it wrong you get it wrong i got it wrong this week quite badly <laughs> okay what with the yogurt uh no not with the yogurt with the sausage you don't want to get it wrong with the sausage i had a mishap <laughs> you had a mishap with your sausage yeah what did you do with your sausage well this week uh until i think wednesday or thursday night at Lidl, it's uh a taste of france is it? Yeah, so you can go in Un there and test the france and you can get it very good you can get all sorts of all Lidl. French goodies. <laughs> and I, I went in and treated myself to a jumbo garlic sausage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, cooked it up for the wife and uh, cut through it. And I thought, oh, nice, uh, nice bit of crunch to that uh, skin on that. I like a bit of bite to my sausage. Lovely. What sort of crunch? Just a bit of bite. You know, you want a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a snap to your sausage. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Uh, so cooked it up, served it. We uh, started eating. The wife starts complaining. So your sausage not satisfying her. Said, it's very uh, crunchy. This sausage. Said, yeah, it's got a really good skin to it. A good bite to it. Said, no, I'm not sure it's right. <laughs> I said, it's fine. You know. And I, oh. By the way, because I, I, you're quite precious about your cooking, aren't you? Someone's criticising it. I expect you were sitting there mortified. And I'd eaten well over half of mine <laughs> before <laughs> she kicked up a fuss. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we. Uh, we had a little check because I, I told you a bit of a lie a second ago. I bought two jumbo sausages. Okay. <laughs> so we still have one in the fridge. So we went and got the other one out and inspected it. Yeah. Turns out there was some sort of inedible plastic seal encasing the sausage, which I was supposed to have cut <laughs> off and discarded. <laughs> what a moron. That was, that was the thing that was giving me that really nice crunch. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't that not melting onto it as you were frying it or I don't know how you were cooking it? But I mean, would you get a smell of melting plastic? No, because it was, it was protected by the brie I put on top of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? This is this is extraordinary. So right, my so sausage you... wasn't in direct contact with the grill. Oh, I see. I was melting brie all over it. Right. And then a nice spoon of cranberry sauce and finish the bagel. Lovely. Uh, just saying about all the plastic. And but you you'd eaten half of it. I'd eaten well over half of it. You basically gobbled down half a mm. plastic bag <laughs> she like got, some sort of turtle she got one bite into it and immediately realised there was a problem <laughs> did you not then worry that you had all this plastic inside you I felt a bit ropey for about an hour afterwards yeah, yeah. I'm not so, I mean that must have been psychological I think I'd it imagine. was yeah wow that was a waste of that sausage mm. and brie and cranberry and it's put me off the whole thing now yeah, oh no, I think if that happens, if you ever do anything like that... Mind you, what I hate now, I, I, I've reached a, a point in life where I really struggle with packaging. Oh yeah? Now, I don't know whether packaging is worse now, or whether I just think as you get older, you find packaging, it foxes you too easily. And I bought, um, recently I bought one of those things, you know, it's, it's already in a bit of a foil container, you just pop, pop it in the oven. Oh, yeah. But you have to take the bit of plastic off the top. And the corner always rips. Always rips. Don't give me a bit to pull <laughs> if it's not going to work. I don't, think, I don't think one of those has ever worked properly. Do you, I mean, even, even like if you buy something a bit posher, you know, if you go to Marks and Spencers or something, mm. or Waitrose, and you buy it's still the same. I'm surprised you know about Waitrose food. I, I Marks and Spencers? You're oh, busy having yoghurt for, <laughs> for dessert. Yeah, I take other people shopping. <laughs> Uh, I see what's available in these places. I can't. I can't afford them. I mean, it's ridiculous. Also, Waitrose. How do you say Waitrose? Waitrose. Waitrose. That's how I say it. There, there seems to be the school. How of else thought. can you say it? Well, no, there's a school of thought. You say Waitrose. Wait- no, Waitrose. Waitrose. Who's saying Waitrose? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird that. My my mum says it like that. Go to Waitrose. What? Do you mean Waitrose? Your mother doesn't belong in Waitrose, does she? <laughs> no. Also, what you got to remember is that my mum was also the person that was uh, once... She, she was having... Someone had bought her a voucher for some... Um, I don't know what it was, a manicure or something, right? And she's in this quite posh... Well, not posh, but a place that thinks it's posh. So, well, I'm curious to know what you think is posh because obviously, you know, when I think of well, posh, posh dessert, I'm thinking bring out the bring out the profiteroles, bring yeah, out yeah. the Viennetta. No, bring out the yogurt. Viennetta, that's not posh. Viennetta's <laughs> not posh, is it? It's a bit posh. It's like sweet lasagna, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, I think uh, my mum was at this place. I say posh. It was in New Addington. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> case in point, Your Honour. Yeah. But this woman was talking to my mum. My mum was talking about uh, the great bargains that are available in Lidl, mm-hmm. and apparently. Apparently the woman said, oh, I don't like the kind of people who go into Lidl. <laughs> You're saying that to your customer. You don't say that, do you? No. You know, it's a bit like me with a dog, isn't it? You don't tell someone they've got a mangy old dog. <laughs> you tell them what a lovely dog it is. So if someone says to you, I go to Lidl, even if you think Lidl is the lowest, and they go, oh, Lidl, yeah, they, they must have some great value. And you go, yeah, yeah, they do. You don't say, do you know what? I hate everyone that goes there, including you. Trev and Ben. We love new music. And if we could 10 o'clock, we'd like to introduce you to a new band or artist, although something a little bit different this week, Ben. Do you remember a few weeks ago, I said this, Nonsense on Croydon Radio. I love that song. We featured them when we had new music but, uh, a few months back. And uh, I was going to tweet that we were including them in the playlist. They seem to have, they seem to have split. Man, they don't seem to oh, exist anymore. That's a shame. I was gutted. Gutted. Come back, Violet Society. We like you. Violet Society. They're back. Well, they are, but under a new name. Oh. I was gutted that they weren't around, but I have found them again. They are now called Caroline Exists. They are brothers Alfie and Joe. They write music with exciting melodies and harmonies to accompany their catchy vocal hooks and clever lyrics. They use violins, harsh guitars, and create a dynamic punk folk sound with their music. This is their brilliant new single. It's called Pretty Corpse, and we love new music. We love new music. New music. Hello. 
Hello, I'm Joe from Caroline. This is our new track, Pretty Corpse. You're listening to We Love New Music on the Trevor Ben Show. those guys back doing music and I, I can't believe I missed the change of name somewhere it must have changed somewhere and I missed it hmm. so my apologies f- to them for claiming a few weeks ago <laughs> they, they'd gone <laughs> and were finished but it's good to have them back great song that Very good. Uh, you can find out more about them by uh, following them on Twitter they are at uh, Caroline Exists or find out more about them at facebook.com slash Caroline Exists or on soundcloud.com and if you want to get all your music on the show get in touch with us it's uh, at Trevor Ben on Twitter or send us a message via croydonradio.com uh, still to come on the show we've got the compendium in about uh, 10 minutes time uh, the pub quiz a little bit later on today's category is Doctors and um, I've got a little poem for you oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, not one I've written one I came across uh, this week that just um, I enjoyed it so much that I thought I would share it. Where did you find it? Uh, I found it actually in, in a shop window. It was uh, pasted up on a shop window. Okay. You could probably go in and buy a print of it, but I didn't bother. I took a photo of it because uh, I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, a poem on the show. I, I don't think we've ever done a poem before, have we? Uh, well, famously, there was your, your poem. What Did I do a poem once? I'm sure you did. Didn't I've you? forgotten that. What makes me fudder? Oh, that yeah. poem. Yes, yes. What make me fudder? <laughs> he yeah. drink tea, he work for me tea. I seem to remember. That was it. Yes. Oh, yes. No, we have done a poem before. Yeah. Then. Oh, well, we had another one to come later on. <laughs> and we are, of course, playing Think the Link. We are looking for the link between these three songs. Come from me. How are you getting on with that? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> really? I know Bowie's in the middle there, but I, d- I just don't know anything else. So my answer is going to be Bowie, unless someone gets in contact to help me. Your answer is going to be Bowie? Yeah. The link is Bowie. The link is going to be Bowie. That's, that's ridiculous. I need help, people. All Please, right. come on. Help Ben out. I've uh, got about 50 minutes left. Uh, it's actually Ben on Twitter. I'll send this message by CroydonRadio.com. Now, I know it's Sunday morning, Ben. I'm going to scoot around this as delicately as I possibly can. Uh, oh, no. But I, um, I read this thing this week that men are having a, a beauty therapy done. Okay. Now, I, I know that's a thing now. You know, if you're a metrosexual man, that's what you do. You do the face packs. You know, you do the cucumbers on the eyes. You have the old, uh, you know, waxing. You do all of that, right? <laughs> but there seems to be a new craze. And um, it's, it's having Botox done to a part of your body. They've called it Scrotox, if that helps you picture... I'm with you. ...where this oh, is happening. Oh, God. Uh, 
you can have it down there to sort of um uh, sort of help things out a little bit um now excuse my ignorance i've yeah. not had this done <laughs> <laughs> uh isn't botox traditionally to get rid of wrinkles yes I mean, you've got your work cut out. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get rid of all of the wrinkles. They're not claiming it can get rid of all. It, it apparently will decrease sweating. Okay. It reduces wrinkles and um, makes it look bigger. Now, I don't want a needle anywhere near that. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I don't need it that flush. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not, who's looking at it going, oh, that, that, it's flush. There's, no, look at that. There's no, no creases in it. <laughs> no one's looking at it like that. So is it to... Oh, God, we do have to be careful with this. Is it to inflate? <laughs> to inflate? I mean, what's it doing? What do you mean, what's it? I've just told you what it's doing. It's decreasing sweating in the area. You said to, to enhance, you know, to make look bigger, you said. Yeah, but, yeah, but only, only the... Um, uh, only, I mean, are you going to look like you're in a the, space hopper? Yes, I mean, it makes the... Uh, when I say look bit, I'm, I'm only talking about the hold, uh, the hold all. <laughs> it makes the hold all look bigger. Right. Um, you know, the... Uh, but wouldn't... If, if the, the hold leather all, purse... If, if the leather purse looked bigger... Yeah. Then surely, by contrast, the other part will look smaller. smaller. Which is the last thing I need. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can have Botox done in that as well. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked into it that that you know, excessively. Um, according to one plastic surgeon, uh, many cyclists and runners uh, get it done because it relieves them from any skin irritations. Uh, it's just as important as sort of facial rejuvenation as well. You know, I mean, maybe maybe you want it to look young. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! This show's so, hitting new lows. I just cannot believe that this is a real thing. I mean, when you when you think of everything that goes on in the world and all the horrors, who is looking at themselves in the mirror and thinking, "I need to get that sorted out." <laughs> I mean, you know, unless there's something very wrong down there, leave it alone. That's mm. what, that's that's always been my philosophy. <laughs> certainly, don't go and put unnecessary needles Ooh. in there just to make it look a little less wrinkled. <laughs> There's no need for it, is there? No, I don't think so. Um, so it's not something you you consider? Never. I tell you what, though, it's quite expensive. If is you, it? If you want to, and and also, uh, is it? Uh, you you might correct me on this. I don't. I'm not saying you're an expert on uh, Botox, but um, it doesn't last forever. Do you? I mean, if people have Botox in their face, they have to keep going over it done, don't they? I think so. So I mean, presumably this only lasts a certain amount of time. So if you've had it done once and you like the result, you're then setting yourself up for a lifetime of what I don't know, every three months. Having that done. Well, unless you're, you know, like Leslie Ash, and you have one of those horrible reactions to it, and it stays that way forever. It's a little bit harsh to bring her up in there when we're t- talking about down there, and then you're bringing Leslie Ash's face into it. <laughs> it's a bit hard. Oh, yeah, love, your face looks like a, you know. What's she doing these days? Um, I don't know, last I saw her, she was in a fish tank, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm keeping her career alive. I'm giving her the mentions. Yeah, no, she's, I don't know what she's doing. Uh, I don't follow her career that closely. I mean, I like her. You know, I've always been a fan, but it's not like I, I stalk her and find out what she's up to. No. Anyway, if you want to have it done, uh, it's £2,800 a go. What a waste or, of money. as they describe it in their paperwork, I don't like this word, it's £2,800 a pop. I don't want the no. word pop being used <laughs> anywhere down there. You're unbelievable. EMF, you're unbelievable on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show, and it's time for... Mr. Ben Harmer's Corking Games Compendium. 
Dragons Corking Games Compendium. Oh, satisfying, isn't it? The all-new Corking Games Compendium. (laughs) Uh, with the new Drum of Destiny, which is still looking marvellous, even even with the couple of dents I've put in it, if I, of frustration. If I dare say so myself, it is even more corking than usual. <laughs> and of course there are new games in the compendium, and when I spin that Drum of Destiny, it will at random pick one of the five games, and those games are, Ben. When on Earth, 3 in 5, Polyphonic Pop... Forehead Detective and Get Yourself Connected. Now, of course, we've done Get Yourself Connected. Didn't yep. go well for no. me. <laughs> and we've also done... We've also done Forehead Detective, which went equally as bad. Um, oh, yes, yes. That didn't, go, <laughs> that didn't go that well either, did it? No. Well, let me spin the drum of destiny and see if I can do any better today. Oh, I've given that a lovely spin. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, <laughs> slowing down. Oh, polyphonic pop. Ah, now, with this, I have basically discovered... A brand new revolutionary music technique. Wow, what's this? Uh, I'm an artist. Are you? Yeah, Yeah, I know what sort of artist you are. (laughs) I found a way of transferring music to make it into amazing polyphonic 8-bit style just Hang on, polyphonic 8-bit? It's it's the best thing you've ever heard. This is about 10 years old, this technology. (laughs) <laughs> You've only just discovered it. It's amazing. And you're a gamer. You would know this sort of thing. I can't <laughs> believe that you think this is the cutting edge. Listen, I've, t- I've said I'm an artist. This is this is my art. <laughs> All right. So what do I have to do? I've got to listen. I've got to indulge you in your art. Yeah, I, I've basically transformed music so it sounds like it's coming out of an NES 8-bit video game. <laughs> okay. And you have to identify the songs. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And are there points up for grabs? There are points up for grabs. Uh, basically, you get 15 seconds to identify the song. Right. If you identify it in the first five seconds, you get three points. In seconds five to ten, you get two points. And the final ten to fifteen seconds, you only get one point. Okay, all right. So I've got to be quick off the mark. Yep. Okay, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Here is song number one. Um. Any idea? No. People are screaming um, at the radio. I, I've... I don't know. And that's your time up. Oh, really? Is that all I get? That's 15 seconds of it. Um, I don't know. That was uh, Numb by Linkin Park. <laughs> well, you're going to play me the original song and I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone in some whatever that is. Some okay. dreadful 8-bit thing. You're off to a bad start. <laughs> I'm not liking this new compendium. There's nothing I'm any good at. Song number two. All right. Oh, is this, um, is this like, oh, what's this? Is it Backstreet Boys? No. Um, oh, I know this. And that's time. Oh. That's another 15 seconds you let slip away. Oh, is it the Backstreet Boys? No, it was five. Five. And the song was Keep On Moving. I knew it was a boy band (laughs) thing. Oh, God, this isn't going well. I'm hoping you'll scrape some points, so this will just be <laughs> real embarrassment. Be another dent in that drum in a minute. Question or song number three? What is in your face? <laughs> it's a Coldplay Paradise. It is. How many seconds was that? Uh, I think you stopped it at about the six-second mark, so oh, that's two points. Two points. Two out of a possible... Nine. <laughs> That's not great, is it? Not the best. 
Seraphonics, I want to get lost with you on Croydon Radio. Uh, I think Polyphonic Pop was a success. I think so. I know I only got one, but uh, you know it was only the first time we've done that game. Mm-hmm. I think I've done well. I'll, I'm sure it'll come around again. I'm sure it will. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, we've got one right answer on Think the Link. Ah, uh, now... Hmm. I've had some help. You, you see. have had some help. I've yeah. seen that help. And now yeah. you're telling me we've got a correct answer. Yeah. So I think I can stop trying. You can. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job you've got some friends in high places. Isn't, isn't it, it just? Yeah. See, you ask for help, you get it. Yeah. I say, you know, even, and the person who, who's tweeted at us mm-hmm. the, the right answer, they said, oh, I don't know about the third one. Yeah. But that just goes to show why I say every week, even if you don't know what the link is, yeah. get in touch, tell us what you do know, we can work it out, and now we have. All you need is that little chink of light, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you're there, aren't you? You know, that little light at the end of the tunnel, you, you head towards it, just keep walking towards the light, and, and the answers would arrive. That's what they told me at church once. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were trying to get rid of me, to be honest. Joe, just keep walking. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. Bless me. Bless me. Bless you. Bless me. Thank you. So you were talking earlier on about you were getting to the stage in your life where you seem to just involuntarily be talking or offering up yes. chat to strangers and things. Yes, yes, and yes, and it's worrying. But at the moment, your chat is fun. It's lighthearted. It's banter. It's hey, yeah. I'm a quirky stranger. It's, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 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 a little comedy chat walking along. So, how close are you to chastising people in the street? Uh, what to their faces? Yes. Uh, not yet. What no. would I have to do to be told off by you in the street? Um, if, ooh. for example, something else we mentioned earlier on, if I don't pick up my dog's poo, uh, I don't think I would berate you to your face. I mean, I would, I would possibly do muttering if i flick a fag butt into the road oh yeah again minor muttering i mean i I don't like that but i mean pavement spitting oh that's one i don't like but again wouldn't confront you over that i think the only thing i would confront you about is if i saw um mindless violence involved i was screamed at screamed at screamed at wow was this a, a proper nutter um i don't want to say nutter I'll I'll just say old bag, old bag. Yeah. Ah, because the, there is a difference, isn't there? Yeah. You know, you get, you get the old bag and then the nutter. They're not quite the same because yeah. the nutter, the nutter is unpredictable. Mm. I think the old bag, you sort of know what you're getting. So I was uh, parked up on my normal spot in Streatham for work, yeah. ready to go, and uh, this old bag <laughs> comes around the corner. She, she might need some scrotox if she's that old a bag. <laughs> So she comes around the corner and she sees me sitting in my van and the engine's running. Oh. Now, I have been sitting there for a little while with the engine running. Yeah. Oh, that's not good for your carbon footprint, is it? It's not. And probably slightly naughty of me. You know, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair cop. Yeah. However, she had just come around the corner, therefore would have had no idea whether or not I had just pulled up or was about to pull off or what was going on. I don't smile at pull off. <laughs> that's very childish. <laughs> Now, she didn't know. You don't want your old bag pulling you off. <laughs> she had just come around the corner, had no idea how long I'd been there, or if I was just about to... Anyway, she took it upon herself to scream at me. Uh, what, through the window? or right? Did she come right up to the van? I had the window down. Oh, excellent. Uh, and my van is uh, economically friendly, uh, supposedly. Economically friendly? Economically friendly. Economically friendly? What, what do you mean, economically friendly? It, it's got a badge on the side of the van that says Eco Start, which means the engine does something, which means it's not wasting too many fumes or oh, something, something technical, something Jeremy it's green. Clarkson would it's care a little about. bit. It's a little bit greener. 
she points at the side of my van where it says eco start and scream i won't scream into the mic but she screams it says eco start and you're running the engine (laughs) turn it off i want this woman's side (laughs) what do you mean yeah you shouldn't be running your engine in adding more pollution that's fine i accept when when the next child in the streatham area is diagnosed with asthma be that on your head listen when i have to sit in streatham for over an hour with your engine running no i have to leave the engine running because if i turn the engine off and put the radio on the battery goes flat i've been caught out with that once before (laughs) so it's a hard life i'll happily waste their fuel on on running the engine (laughs) that's fine but not my battery power but i thought at what point do you get to when you feel not you know not only just wandering up and saying yeah you really should turn your engine off because you're wasting you're wasting your employer's fuel their money is bad for the environment but just scream at somebody like that how old was she i would say she was 70 plus 70 plus i was just thinking you know is she part of the, the she must have been a big hippie sort of 60s hippie very angry yeah well they were what would you have done by the way what if she started screaming at me if you were me and you were sat in the van with the engine running you see i don't know because i don't react well to being screamed at some interfering old bag comes up to yeah it's very difficult that because i think especially when someone's in the 70s you think i can't be seen yelling at someone in their 70s that's sort of an uh, that's a no-go in it i i I didn't scream back woman yeah i know i didn't i didn't retaliate i didn't get out and thumper (laughs) but but I would be fuming. I don't know what. I don't know how I'd react. I think I'd have to see how I'd have been react fuming. The van would have been fuming. She'd have screamed again. I know. But I and I'm. I don't have eco start. <laughs> when I when I'm fuming, it's just all coming out. Yeah, I'm polluting the area. So what, was, what would you have done? I to be honest, I think I would have been very sheepish just to get away. I'd be, oh, I'm very, very sorry, and just probably driven away, and then been angry for about the driven terribly for the next ten minutes, just angry driving. <laughs> what do you want to know what I did? When I see old women just driving towards them, <laughs> and what did you do? I had a completely blank face. Yeah, or stared, poker face. Did you have a poker complete face? poker face. Stared at her yeah. right in the eyes, yeah. dead eyes, <laughs> completely silent. Didn't yeah. say a word. And just wound the window up and left the van running. Scott Dean, Lucky Seven on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor Ben Show. Um, the new uh, English Dictionary. The Oxford English Dictionary has been uh, been brought out. Okay, uh, you know every year they add new words. Uh, into the dictionary loads gone in this year uh yolo has gone in mm-hmm. i don't like that don't like it i don't like it i think it's a good philosophy oh no i like the philosophy i just don't like yolo no no why i don't know i don't like kind of lol yolo i don't like all that kind of talk okay all right i'm quite old-fashioned i rarely use i, I rarely use any of them no? I don't like it. When I send a text, it's, it's proper text. A bit of an old grouch, aren't you? I am, really. I don't... Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of that. Uh, <laughs> moobs has gone in. Man boobs. Yeah, okay. that's, that's gone in. Um, I think Oompa Loompa's gone in. It's a bit late. Well, I think it was to sort of mark... What would oh, have Gene been? Wilder? No, Roald Dahl's 100th birthday would have been recently oh i thought it might have been to mark the passing of gene wilder no i mean obviously that's a sad coincidence that you brought up i'm sorry thanks for bringing that 
sadness to the show. I'm, f- I'm very sorry. Yeah, do you want to bring any other celebrity an- deaths up while <laughs> we're at it? It was not his mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I find it very odd. I don't know what this one is. Gender fluid. Does that mean that... Oh, you- no, well, well, if you don't know what that means, I should probably let you know before you say something bad. I think that means um, someone... Who's not quite... Yes, exactly, sure. not quite, yes, yes. their, their gender's fluid. But I, just, not- I just thought before you say <laughs> yes, something no, clumsy I, and offensive, I, I, I thought I'd jump all guessed, over that one. I sort of guessed that that's what it was. I wasn't going to go down another road. Now. I thought, yeah, I'm going to tread carefully here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've already mentioned Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I've already upset people below three foot. Yeah. Um, food-related terms have gone in. Uh Chef, chefdom. I've no idea what that means. I suppose that's like a. Is it like your domain, like Gordon Ramsay, like when he's in his kitchen? That's his chefdom. It could be. It makes sense. I like it. Yeah. I, I, that's the other, that's the thing, right? They give me a list of the words that have gone in, but they don't actually tell me what they mean. That's annoying, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I don't know why cheese ball suddenly only got in. Cheese ball. Yeah, surely that would have been in by now. Cheese ball. I, I don't know. But anyway, that's that's got to be what a cheese time. ball is. Well, I, what isn't it like? A cheese, he's a cheese ball. I don't know. You I, get a wheel of cheese. You get a wheel of cheese. I suppose you get a ball of mozzarella. But do you don't really get cheese? Cheese balls? balls were like those. Do you remember like those those cheese balls that you get when you were a kid? My nan used to like buy what's them. What's it? No, they had like a. Uh, they were like a biscuit outside, and then you bit into it, and it had like a sort of semi-soft quite strong cheesy thing they used to come like in a cardboard tube always have them at christmas sound horrible gee i think they were called cheese balls i think that's what they were called okay and uh, there was something quite disgusting and yet nice about them mm. you know once you, you have the first one it's like powdered cheese in the middle it's, 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 it sounds uh, vile. And you sort of bite into them you go, oh, that's not very nice but they had a moorish now i think they were just full of salt and stuff mm. they had a moorishness about them and then at Christmas, they'd, they'd go around the room at about sort of 10 o'clock at night and we'd go, anyone want a cheese ball? Go, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, all the balls would come out late at night at Christmas in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, anyone want a snowball? Anyone want a cheese ball? Scrotox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, would, that would all happen late at night at Christmas in our house. Um, uh, other words, uh, yoga lattes. Yoga lattes. It's a combination of yoga and pilates. I know that much. All right. Uh, but uh, is that a necessary word? No. Do we need that? Um, This is a great one that's gone in. Uh, Forgot about it. Okay. Forgot about it. (laughs) I don't know if I'm saying that in quite the right accent. It's uh, it's a kind of New York, New York, forget about it, yeah. Yeah, forget about it. I would argue that's three words. Forget it. It's gone in as one. It's spelled F-U-H-G-E-D-D-A-B-O-U-D-I-T. Forget about it. I like it. It's then, you know, go and get some coffee. No, forget about it. I can do the whole, I can do the whole thing. Mm. I'm auditioning for a gangster movie. I wouldn't hold your breath. Imagine. Now, what words would you like to see? I I think scrotox can go in now. Mm -hmm. That's a new word that that would like, I'd like to see go in next year's. Other words you hear? Other, Other things that you would like to see go in? No, I can't think of any. It's twerk in there yet. Twerk, yeah, because that was word of the year a couple of years ago. What was it? Yeah, that was all. Oh, was a big thing, wasn't it? The, the old twerk. Hmm. So I think that's already in. Is meme in there? Oh, I don't know. No, that, that, I don't really know what that that is. No, I I had to look that up Aww. recently because I didn't know I didn't know what it was because I'm <laughs> you know I'm a little bit behind the times in certain areas of my yeah. life. Uh, so uh, does it mean anything? Meme? Is it, yeah, is it like, does the letters stand for something? Is it like YOLO? Oh, I don't know if it's an acronym for anything. I don't know. You don't know what it is? Well, you can't want it in the dictionary without knowing what it is. That's no good to anyone, is it? No, I suppose not. I, I, no, I'm good. Oh, you're good. You're happy with all the words we've got? The dictionary's fine. 
Oh, you know what? Oh, okay. That's a bit disappointing. <laughs> what about you? Anything you want to go uh, I, I think only scroll talks really. I mean, there's a couple of words that I would like, that I use, mm. or, or combinations. Of, like, you know when you say things that... Um, do you have words you use when you're driving? No, because you're a proper swearer when you're driving, aren't you? But if you've got other people in the car, do you swear? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because I swear when I'm on my own in the car, but if I've got other people in the car with me, you have to say other things. And I tend to use words or combinations of words that I've, I've made up. Okay. So I call people fudge buckets. <laughs> that's, that's quite satisfying. Yeah. You, you don't be such a fudge bucket. So I, I, I use that. That's one of my favorites because you can get quite a lot of anger out in fudge bucket. Mm. Um, I've got another one, but that, that is a sweary one. I can't, I can't, it does involve the word bucket. But um, that's that's what that's for one. I'm on my own. Okay. Um, uh, the other one I use quite a lot when people. Are, it's more at pedestrians. You know, when pedestrians are really slow. If you let a pedestrian cross the road and they're really slow, yeah. I always say, "Oh, don't be a diddler dawdler." <laughs> and but but I get quite angry about. It. Don't be such a diddler dawdler. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm in a not quite as ragey mood, I might or I might call someone a spoon. A spoon. That's quite satisfying. Yeah. Although I think that word already exists. <laughs> Bembo, if you feel emotional on Croydon Brand New. And uh, I got quite emotional when I was on holiday, Ben. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, you know, I'm quite, uh, I'm quite an arty person, aren't I? You know, I'm quite cultured. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I love a bit of poetry, don't I? And uh, I was walking around the, uh, the Isle of Wight and um, I saw a poem in a shop window. And I think you can go and buy a copy of this poem but i decided that i'm not going to spend good money when i take a photo of it of course and um i don't normally read poems out on the air but i just think this is one of the finest poems i've ever read uh i don't know who wrote this but they deserve all the credit i had nothing to do with the writing of this okay uh it's called 50 shades of gray and you know that book's a little bit racy it is yeah let's hear it. so it's quite a racy poem love it are you ready go the missus bought a paperback down shepton mallet way i had a look inside a bag "'Twas fifty shades of grey. "'Well, I just left her to it, and at ten I went to bed. "'An hour later she appeared. The sight filled me with dread. "'In her left she held a rope, and in her right a whip. "'She threw them down upon the floor, and then began to strip. "'Well, fifty years or so ago I might have had a peak, "'but Mabel, Mabel hasn't weathered well. "'She's eighty-four next week. "'Mabel watch... <laughs> "'Mabel watched me bump and grind. "'Could have been much grimmer. "'Things when went from bad to worse. "'She toppled off her zimmer.' She struggled back upon her feet a couple minutes later. She put her teeth back in and said, I'm a dominator. Now, if you knew our name... Oh, I almost got through it. <laughs> now, if you knew our Mabel, you'd see just why I spluttered. I'd spent two weeks in traction for the last complaint I'd uttered. Ooh. I know. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you read it properly, <laughs> didn't fall over the words, it would have worked better. I knew I should have reported... <laughs> Right, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Welcome to the Trev and Ben. And it's the Pub Quiz. Pam Ayers ain't worried, is she? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Look, I'm tired. (laughs) Fed up. I want to go home. Sick of this show. Every week, coming here and making up rubbish for two hours. <laughs> when do we have a break? Uh, we just had a break. Yeah, I need another one. Right, <laughs> the pub quiz. Uh, today's category is doctors. There are three questions. There's an equal. E- oh. <laughs> 
Right, you do it. Today's quiz, there is an easy round, a medium round, and a difficult round. Well, they're rounds now, are they? In my rules, they're questions. It's for one point, the medium is for two, the difficult is for three. (laughs) As always, I am the pub quiz master, because Trevor's lost the ability to speak. (laughs) Um, So I need a nickname. You do need a nickname. Uh, So I think with all the mention of bags this week, in all their different forms, (laughs) I will be Bender Baggy. Thank you. How's 16 it going, minutes. Mate? 16 minutes to go. So talking go home, talking going back to and, bed and button work. And not yes. my strong, not my strong points. No. Uh, when I go for a job in uh, in radio, they say, "Trev, we need you to talk and press buttons." <laughs> How are you fixed for that? Yep. Yeah, see you later. Question number one for one point. In bingo, which number has the nickname Doctor's Orders? I'm. I've played my fair share of bingo in my time. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of that. Never heard of that one. Doctor's orders. That doesn't even rhyme with anything, does it? Well, you've got a one in ninety shot, haven't you? Uh, why is there only ninety in bingo? Of course, you say you've played bingo. You don't know. I've only played bingo at the seaside. Right. You know when there's someone going, oh, the fours, forty-four, <laughs> all the twos, basically all of them together. What are the doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. We should we should really move on. Prescription. Prescription. That doesn't rhyme with anything, does it? Doctor's or I've no. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to show my hand here. Yeah. I'm going to say 14. All right. What are you saying? 34. Okay. Move on. Question number two for two points. Which Scandinavian popst- pop- popsters? Shouldn't popsters? Say, shouldn't that say pop stars? Not popsters? Well, no, they're a bit, yeah. Popsters right. is a slightly cooler f- turn of phrase, isn't it? Which Scandinavian popsters topped the charts in 1998 with Dr. Jones? Oh, I know this. So do I. I'm not proud. I, no, I'm ashamed. But I know it. Question number three for three points. Matthew Hall is the real name of which doctor turned comedian? Okay, I think I might know that. Well, think of the only doctor turned comedian and that's oh, the no, answer. There's more than one. Oh, I might be in trouble then. Yeah, but it's going to be the obvious one. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Question number one <laughs> for one point. In which... Sorry, not in which. In bingo... See, talking's not as easy, is it? Or reading. It's not as easy as you think. <laughs> in bingo, which number has the nickname Doctor's Orders? I said 14. 34. The answer... Anton Chekhov. No, that can't be right. <laughs> no, that's not the answer, is it? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Nine. 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 Is the answer. Why is that Doctor's Orders nine? No explanation given. Right. Question number two. Satisfying this show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You're a great sort of quiz master as well, aren't you? Question number two for two points. Which Scandinavian popsters topped the charts in 1998 with Dr. Jones? I have said Aqua. Aqua, yeah. The answer is Aqua. Of course it is. Question number three for three points. Matthew Hall is the real name of which doctor turned comedian? Harry Hill. Harry Hill. Harry Hill. Oh. So we draw yeah. five points. All Frankly, because we didn't know Doctor's Orders. I'm just glad it's over. Brilliant. James Noon, Ghosts of Yesterday on Croydon Radio. We featured him on uh, We Love New Music a couple of weeks ago. Well, actually, just for uh, the end, our little break, wasn't it? Just it was, yeah. A little enforced break. And I do feel like I need another break. I, I can't hide 
behind it anymore. It's been a shambles today. <laughs> I so, like it when it's a shambles. Do you? Yeah. You see, I, I'm going to go home now with a with a real sense of dejection. <laughs> you know, I will go home and I'll, I'll look at myself hard in the mirror. Did you try hard enough today, Trev? Did you really put your whole heart and soul into it? And the answer would probably be a no. Uh, no, I think you have tried. <laughs> oh, I've tried. You have tried. I've tried. It's just, you know, my best hasn't been good enough. No. And that's so often the case. I mean, can you imagine a scenario, Ben, where, uh, I know I don't mean this in any dis- disrespectful way to Croydon Radio, but uh, can you imagine that there's a, a big radio boss somewhere, mm. you know, who's on the verge of offering us a job somewhere, and they're listening in to see how we sound. And go, oh, uh, let's listen to the Trevor Ben show, and maybe we could offer them a big lucrative contract somewhere. <laughs> and they've tuned in this morning. Do you know what? I, th- I think we'll leave it. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not really worth it. <laughs> you have the right ideas. It's just you've got a bit of a difficulty converting your lips and fingers into doing what the ideas want. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think a little bit more, um, you know, ability, a little bit more talent would help? <laughs> no. I'm wondering whether I can go and have a, a hypnosis to try and better myself. Um, the, you know, give me the ability to talk properly for a start and press buttons. I think maybe go to bed earlier. Yeah, good idea. Think the link. Uh, so, think the link, Ben. Uh, there were three songs to identify. Here they were. Come from I stumble into town. Now, we know you got the answer. Because thanks to Kabir. Yes, uh, basically the answer is China because of Tapao's China in your hand and Bowie's um, China Girl. That's right. We don't know what the third one is, but you know what? We don't care. Well, you should care because (laughs) uh, yes, you've got the answer. Yes, you've got two of them, but surely you're going to go home with a sense of disappointment now yourself because you didn't get all three. No, I've got the link. No, well, fair enough. Uh, the third one was China Crisis, Black Man Ray. Oh, he's also been in touch. Well done, by the way, Kibir. He's also been in touch to let us know that um, the bingo number nine... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ...is referring to World War Two. It used to be a pill doctors used to give out for laxatives. Oh. So, yeah. That's a weird thing as well, isn't it? That's met I mean, the standard of this show, isn't it? Sure, surely if a doctor's giving out a pill that's numbered for a laxative, it would be a number two. You'd have thought so. I mean, why are you making it a number nine? That doesn't rhyme with anything, does it? Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe maybe it's a, I've had a number nine, I now feel fine. Maybe maybe he's a poet. <laughs> I am now, uh, my bowels are now clear, they feel fine, I've had a number nine. Hmm. I might start using that myself. Okay. You know, excuse me, love, I'm just going for number nine. Because she won't know what you're talking about. No. Until she pops in the bathroom after you, of course. <laughs> that's the worst bit. Well, that's about it from us today. And uh, uh, We've limped towards the finish line. It is a good thing today, because uh, we're done, basically, aren't we? <laughs> uh, stand by. The uh, Happy Sundays are on the way next. We did a pub quiz, didn't we, with Happy Sundays recently? We did. We, we did. did a ride, didn't we? We came fifth. Did we come fifth? Yeah. So. Yeah, just outside the Champions League places, but we're in the <laughs> UEFA Cup, or Europa League, whatever it's called these days. Uh, we're back with our midweek podcast around Thursday, and uh, then back live. Should we bother next week? Should oh, we do it? Let's, let's, Should we turn up and bother? Let's have a think. Do you reckon we could start just coming in later? What, miss the beginning of the show? Yeah, sort of getting around 10. Everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> Come in about 10, do an hour, and then go home again. Yeah, well, it's fine with me. Because I'm not sure I can keep doing this. Turning up at nine every week. This is a depressing end to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget you can get in touch with us anytime over the next uh, seven days, especially with uh, ideas for Anything Goes, our new feature. Mm. Now, you've already 
You already talked to me about next week's. Next week's. I'm I a little bit concerned. Well, yes, there's some swearing we need to edit out, but I, it's a belter next week. All right, tune in for that. To, if, if nothing else, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you then. Until then, take it easy. Turn up. Bye. The Trev and Ben Show.